This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, episode number 93. This episode of Life-Changing Wellness is brought to you by Kyolic, the makers of aged garlic extract quality supplements that are backed by science for heart health, immune support, and more. And I have personally taken their fine products for more than 25 years, and you should too. So check them out at kyolic.com or find them at your favorite natural health store. Now, before we begin, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today, Rate and review the show for me, and I thank you ahead of time for making our show great. And I encourage you to look up my show page on RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. Well, my guest today is Julie Revelant, a health journalist and founder of JulieRevelant.com, where she teaches parents how to raise healthy kids who crave healthy foods. And Julie has written hundreds of stories for print and digital outlets, including First for Women magazine, Woman's World magazine, Esperanza, as well as EverydayHealth.com, Reader's Digest, and that's just to name a few. And for nearly six years, Julie wrote Healthy Mama, a column for FoxNews.com, where she covered pregnancy, postpartum, maternal and children's health, and nutrition. Today, we are discussing natural ways to cope with anxiety, which I believe is a great topic during our national crisis. So welcome to the show, Julie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I understand right off the bat that uh, we're going to be talking about natural ways to cope with anxiety, which I think is a um, relevant topic, to say the <laughs> least, during this time. And But you actually, do you suffer with the generalized anxiety disorder? I do. I do. So in um, my early 20s, I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. And so um, what that is, it's a lot different than just your typical anxiety and stress. Um, it, it basically leads you to worry about everything and anything, um, whether that's rational, real or not. Um, so, you know, for example, um, if my husband gets in the car with my two children, I have to make sure that I, you know, give them hugs and kisses because I think, well, what if they get into a car accident? Um, and likewise, if he's five minutes late for, he said he'll arrive. Um, I think for sure he's been in a car accident. And he's dead. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so, yeah. So you always, you think the worst, you, you think uh, 20 steps ahead that, that something's going to happen and, and you have no basis for that whatsoever. Wow. I mean, is that kind of sounds crippling to me. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is for sure. It's, um, it's, it's tough to deal with every day. I have a lot of like rushing thoughts through my head. I wake up, I have a lot of just thoughts about what if, and how will I, and, um, you know, just thinking about the future a lot. Um, however, I do think it serves me quite well as a health journalist because I have to adhere to several tight deadlines. Uh, and so it motivates me to, to get it done. Um, and so I, I do believe it's, it's helped me, um, you know, be successful up to this point. Wow. So I guess in a way your, your own work, uh, you know, in health, uh, helps to keep your mind off the worry. Or I would say, because, you know, they, they technically tell us that 90% of the things we worry about never happen. That's right. Yeah, it's so true. So, 
So are you just worrying about the other 10%? I'm just, you know. Yeah, I, I think that work is definitely a distraction. Um, but, um, you know, I the, the, the upside of this is, although it is so difficult, um, at the same time, there are so many ways that, that people can manage it and, and I've found to manage it. Um, so it isn't so crippling. Well, I understand that there was a survey uh, done by everydayhealth.com uh, found uh, about 3,000 women that 50% said stress and anxiety are one of the top factors currently affecting their personal wellness. What's more is that more than 80% said they don't get a good night's rest on a daily basis. And to me, if we don't get proper rest, that really messes up the, the mood the very next day. Yes. Absolutely. It's so key. I, I think that anxiety can cause sleep issues. Um, but if you don't stick to a to a regular schedule and also get that good quality sleep, you you can definitely be anxious, uh, more anxious than, than normal. Now, I understand that according to the National Sleep Foundation, we should get about seven to nine hours of sleep per night. Uh, the quality of the sleep is vitally important because I know that the body will regenerate itself. Um, what are some of the, uh, tips that you have for people that maybe they're not getting seven to nine hours of sleep a night and what can they do to try to achieve that? Right. And so surveys show that, that most people aren't getting that, um, you know, that amount of sleep. And so, um, you know, it's hard if you have kids too, if you, if you have young kids or a baby at home, for example, you're not going to get that sleep. Or if you have to hand in a project, you know, especially during these times where people are working from home, they're working erratic hours, they're homeschooling. It's tough. You're, you're burning the midnight oil. Uh, but at the same time, when you are able to get sleep, you know, keep that regular schedule, keep your bedroom dim. So blackout shades, blackout blinds are great. Uh, also make it cool. Um, you know, maybe in the, in the sixties, even you're the temperature in your room. Uh, one of the tools that I like is, uh, a white noise machine. Uh, and I actually have one, um, that I use and it's for babies, but it's pretty loud and it masks you know, loud noises, whether that's a snoring partner or wow. uh, noise, noise from the street. Yeah. And you can also get white noise. They have apps or, or just a Google white noise generator, and you can put them in earphones um, with your phone. Um, and then of course, you know, uh, good habits with our devices. We're, we're on the new, we're, we're looking at the news 24 um, seven, yeah. but always, you know, good idea to put those away two hours before you turn in. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I know that, um, that it's also the blue light that I understand that a lot of, uh, experts are saying that we need to reduce. I've even seen just due to the whole virus thing right now, they know that the increase of people looking at their devices is probably more than doubled and uh, that yeah. they just uh, even need to protect their, their eye health. But I understand that when it comes to um, natural ways to cope, one of the things I believe that most people are probably overlooking is actually the foods they eat. So I understand that uh, you actually advocate for all of us to eat real food. Define real food. <laughs> Yeah. So years ago, I was a very unhealthy eater and ate a ton of processed foods. Um, I stay throughout my life until my 20s. And when I changed my diet, it made such a huge difference in my anxiety levels. 
So real food. So every, you know, a lot of foods have some sort of processing, um, such as, you know, beans, canned beans, they're processed. Um, but we want to avoid those ultra processed foods. So your chips, your cookies, your candies, your, um, your frozen meals, um, anything that is basically not from where it originated from. Um, so stick to those fresh fruits and vegetables. Uh, frozen is, is just as good. Um, and then your, your lean meats, uh, grass-fed beef, uh, fish and seafood is very good for the brain, beans and lentils, legumes. Um, so you want to get a combination of protein, fiber, and healthy fats and your whole grains um, in every meal. Yeah, I like the um, I like the healthy fats because not only are are healthy fats anti-inflammatory, they satisfy us longer, and in a way, during this time, kind of keep us from uh, snacking. Uh, I think a lot of yeah. people are using snacking as a way to combat the boredom and probably stress and anxiety at the same time. Uh, but uh, give us some inside uh, uh, look here. I understand, and and I and I always believe this. You know, we just learned this probably just uh, about five years ago that there's a big link between gut health and brain health. And then that 90% of our serotonin is actually made in the gut and it's serotonin that helps to helps us to ward off depression and, and anxiety. What types of foods can we eat to increase our natural serotonin levels? Yes, that's right. So we want to focus on those fermented foods. Uh, so kefir, kimchi, miso, they all boost gut health. So any, so anything that's going to boost uh, gut health overall, if someone's taking probiotics, if they eat things like sauerkraut, all the fermented foods like you just mentioned, I know kefir is probably the tastiest out of the three. Uh, I have a lot of friends that actually eat kimchi, uh, and it does. It does boost overall gut health, which will then boost brain health. So for all of you listening today, you're wondering why you're anxious, maybe you're showing signs of mild depression. It simply could just be your diet, so focus on gut health. Now, I understand, too, that another thing that you advocate for is exercise, but you're also telling us to sweat. Why is that? Well, I mean, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I think that if you're not sweating, you're not really getting, you know, you're not releasing those endorphins, you're not really getting the full benefit. Um, and so exercise decreases muscle tension, it releases those endorphins, it boosts serotonin. Um, and so I, I know that there is research around the fact that if you're really getting your heart pumping and you're sweating, that it helps to reduce anxiety. Um, and I know that's the case for me. So I can't just take a walk. It's not good enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I need to yeah. I, I need to go for a good three mile run. Um, I, I love uh, the Les Mills program, so the body combat and the body pump classes. So something really intense. Um, but if you if you don't like intense exercise, um, you can do hit workouts. Uh, those short bursts of intense exercise work just as well, um, or just a brisk walk, something like that. Yeah, it's it's funny because I I agree with this because I actually. Uh, because of the we're just now coming out of the cooler months, and and I'm a cyclist, and I would wear a sweat vest underneath my cycling clothes 
because when you're outside and it's 40 degrees or 50 degrees and the wind's blowing, you don't really notice that you're sweating that much. And so I actually put a sweat vest on. My wife says it looks like a bulletproof vest, but it works. <laughs> you know, uh -huh. it keeps my chest warm, that's for sure, but it does increase the overall <laughs> ability to sweat. And I understand, too, that by us exercising, we're releasing endorphins, the pleasure chemicals, but also we're boosting our serotonin. And this is something that I was surprised about, that it actually can boost our endocannabinoids, the same chemicals found in hemp and in cannabis. I mean, what, what yeah. kind of writings have you done on that? I haven't actually. I, I just um, have found some research on that. Um, but, you know, I know I've tried CBD oil myself mm -hmm. um, and, it, and it sort of takes the edge off. But this is certainly a way to to get it naturally. And um, I, I know that, you know, I can affirm that that it works. And if there's a day that I don't work out, it's it's not really the best day. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. I agree with that. I, I have two choices. I can go exercise or I can start work immediately, which I do enjoy, but I do miss it if I'm not cycling uh, in the morning before I start my day. There's just something about getting your heart pumping, your lungs uh, inhaling and exhaling very deeply. Um, people do not understand the importance of breathing exercises and getting deep breaths for a certain mm -hmm. amount of time, it does the whole system great. Which brings me to the next question on breathing. Uh, what type of uh, things should we focus on when it comes to breathing? Because a lot of people, they're shallow breathers and they don't actually notice that they are. That's right. And especially when you're having either an anxiety attack or a panic attack, your your breathing is rapid and it's, uh, you know, you're not getting that deep diaphragmatic breath, with, which actually slows down your heart rate and and releases all that tension. Um, so it slows down the parasympathetic nervous system and it turns up your sympathetic nervous system. Um, so, so there are some techniques that I, that I like and that work for me. Um, you have to you kind of uh, play around with what works for you. And so there's the four, seven, eight technique, which is uh, four on the count of four, breathe in, hold it for seven seconds and then breathe out. You could ah. also do four, 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 which is called box breathing. And that is uh, inhaling for four seconds, holding it for four seconds, and then exhaling for four seconds. Uh, I know first responders use that technique uh, before they walk into a, a new situation. Wow. Uh, and then lastly, another thing that um, can help is progressive muscle relaxation. So what you do basically is you sit down somewhere and you tighten up every single muscle in your body. So from your eyes all the way down to your toes, every single muscle and you hold it and you release and you repeat that process until you feel more calm. Wow. I've never thought about tightening up all my muscles. I'm, I would usually either sit or lay down and think about getting the muscles to actually relax. So I'm going to have to try right. that. And I'm, <laughs> I was really, I was really surprised because when you said, you know, I'm very familiar with the four, seven, eight breathing technique, but the four, four, four being so mm -hmm. short, I mean, and you said that uh, first responders will do that before they go into a new situation. Does it actually calm them? I mean, that quickly to when they, before they go into a situation? 
which could be, you know, just, you know, crazy. I mean. Yeah. So I, I recently uh, took a meditation course and the instructor told me about this um, technique and that's, he told me that um, I found that it helps in quick, you know, sort of in emergency situations, like you're feeling really, really anxious and you do it quickly and it sort of shocks your system. Oh, well, let me ask you this because you have, because you, you yourself have generalized anxiety disorder. I mean, do uh, these type of breathing techniques work very well for you? Yes, they do. It, it's uh, it's hard though to remind myself to actually do them, right? So when you're in that when you're in that uh, in that mode of the racing thoughts and the anxiety, it's it's definitely tough. Um, but when I do remind myself to do it throughout the day, it makes me feel more calm. Oh wow, yeah. I I mean, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you need to look up breathing exercises. It's something that every single person needs to do, needs to learn. Uh, believe it or not, uh, there's amazing uh, research out there for even cancer patients that do breathing, deep breathing exercises for as long as 45 minutes, just how much it can improve their healing response. So there is something too about breathing. So to, you know, if you're at stay-at-home orders and quarantined it during this time, you've got time to learn breathing exercises and probably just calm yourself down. Well, Julie, also, too, I know that we work within a $70 to $75 billion supplement industry. What type of safe supplements uh, people can use to uh, kind of bring that anxiety and bring calmness back into their life? Sure. So again, I think that it starts with a whole foods, real food diet. Uh, although many of us have nutritional deficiencies, even if we eat healthy, uh, myself included. Uh, so I do recommend that you work with uh, some sort of a provider. I recommend a naturopath who can recommend uh, what supplements you specifically need and also reputable brands. Um, but some of the supplements that you could, uh, that, that help anxiety or B vitamins, those are key. Uh, Sam E, magnesium, which is calming, uh, valerian root, and then 5-HTP. Yeah, those are really great supplements. I know that with the B vitamins, we need those for our nervous system. Also needed to convert our foods of proteins, fats, and carbohydrates into energy source. Uh, magnesium, wow, 70-80% of the nation is actually deficient in that one mineral alone. Um, I've done valerian root. Some people love it. Some people don't. Uh, 5-HTP is a great mainstay. And, you know, SAMe is kind of funny. Uh, it's been around for 30, 40 years. Uh, some people know about it. Some people don't. But it it's a very safe nutrient that uh, can even uh, target very, very mild depression or just as someone just has the case of the blues, it's just really something that's really easy to take and very safe to take as well. So um, those are great recommendations, Julie. Now, also to, uh, I understand there's something called, was it cognitive uh, behavioral therapy, CBT? What is that? Yeah, so it's it's a very effective non-drug therapy uh, that you can do with a therapist or you can do it on your own. There are tons of online resources. There's books on it, workbooks, um, and it's been very effective for me through the years. Um, so basically what it does, there's different techniques, but it helps you, your feelings, your thoughts, and then 
dispute those irrational thoughts that cause anxiety and cause stress and then reframe your thinking so you're more rational and you can be free from the anxiety. Now, do you, and I'm sure you must practice this as well uh, with the type of anxiety disorder, because I'm still trying to comprehend the, um, I mean, just how much someone with that disorder actually worries. I mean, I'm actually mm-hmm. thinking about it right now and, and worried about the person that's worrying so much. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but I think it's, I think it's true. We, a lot, you know, everyone needs to take that time to sit there and identify their feelings, identify the thoughts. Some of them can be irrational thoughts. A lot of the things that we think about never happen, but at the same time, you know, as we get older, we become very ingrained into our own mindset, and that mindset has been created through life experiences, and sometimes that mindset, believe it or not, is not correct, and Mm -hmm. we need help either, like you said, with a therapist or a counselor that can help us identify those things correctly so we can change our mindset to be more more positive, uh, not to worry about things that we don't have any control over uh, or to, you know, just stop creating problems in our mind that uh, aren't problems at all. So I think a lot of people need to be practicing that and, and going through things like that because I think it's very, very helpful for personal growth. I also understand, too, that uh, you advocate um, meditation. Um, can I explain that? Um, you know, I, th- I think that's vitally important. Absolutely. I, I think it's an effective tool for anybody to stay centered, stay in the present moment. So much of what's going on now is uh, in our world is the what ifs and the future and the uncertainty. And so I think that uh even if you take five minutes either by yourself or with a guided meditation, which you could find on YouTube, you could, uh, you can download an app, uh, such as Headspace or Calm. Um, it really does help you bring your attention back to the present moment and let go of all the, the worry and the anxiety that, that is consuming your mind. Well, you know, that also goes back to, of, you know, we need to set the tone for the day. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, the, the worst thing I think anybody can do to start their day is open up their email. That is like the, the worst thing you can do because now you're allowing other people to control your day, to control your thought when you need to take time for yourself and to, to start off on a, on a peaceful note. How can we do that? I you and then think that goes that's true also for uh, your Instagram feed or any social media or just the news. Um, so what I like to do is um, or work for that matter, right? Uh, sometimes you try to squeeze in work before the day starts, um, but it's not helpful at all, and it just it ramps up all of the worry and anxiety. And so what I like to do is I carve out 20 minutes every morning, and I, I belong to a Christian non-denominational church, and what they say, what they ask us to do is uh, your first 20. So my first 20 is reading my Bible, praying, doing devotionals. Um, but if, but if you don't have faith, um, you could also meditate. 
uh, watch an inspirational video, do a visualization exercise, uh, or practice yoga, uh, anything that you find is that's centering for you. Yeah, I think that's great because I know um, I'm the same way. I start my my day off. I will not open up my email. Uh, I may do a quick, which I need to really stop doing, um, is is do a quick scan of all the headlines and then just set it off to the side. But yeah, I spend an an hour, minimum hour every morning reading reading my Bible, going through my devotions, praying. Um, you know, maybe saying uh, affirmations to to get ready for the day, and it changed the and it changes your mindset to to have a more positive outlook for the day. Even if you may be facing something that uh, you know is a little unnerving, you know, maybe you know that you're going to have to have a a, a meeting that may cause you uh, quite a bit of stress. But uh, you know, just going through those things every day, every morning, and knowing that well. In our case, we know that uh, God's hands on everything, and that's who we look to to help us through every situation. So for people like us, that definitely brings us peace, uh, which um, for those of you out there, um, if you don't read your Bible and you have one at home, I suggest you open it up and check it out. So uh, also, too, uh, I love the fact that uh, you also list uh, listening to music. I think uh, that's mm-hmm. one of the greatest things that can really reduce anxiety for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's an effective way to reduce blood pressure, heart rate, anxiety and uh, pain, even in people undergoing a biopsy, a, a 2018 study found. Um, so, so listen to what makes you feel calm and happy. Um, that could be Christian music or it could be 80s music. Uh, you know, the other day, my uh, my kids and I were, were doing some homeschooling distance learning, and I um, I brought up some old 80s videos of, um, of Stevie Wonder <laughs> performing and Michael Jackson performing, and it just really made me happy. It made them happy. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, check out julierevelant.com for more information. Uh, if you are a concerned parent and you want to raise your kids the best way you can, check out her website. Again, it's julierevelant.com. I can tell you one thing. Everybody who can hear the sound of my voice, I'm sure that you have probably read an article written by Julie because she has written hundreds, if not thousands, of articles for so many uh, health magazines, women's magazines, children's magazines. So again, check Julie out at julierevelant.com. That's J-U-L-I-E-R-E-V-E-L-A-N-T.com for more information. So ladies and gentlemen, remember to catch every episode of Life-Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at radiomd.com slash Dr. Bond. And if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds, rate the show on iTunes, and thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. And now you can download our show on Spotify. Just look up Dr. Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. To learn more about me, at just go to drwardbond.com. And again, I thank you for listening to Life-Changing Wellness. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. Have a blessed day, everyone.